What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 74 of Calling All Crap Beer. My name is Luke. I'm here with my main man, the French Tom, the John Bon Jovi of fucking Volkswagen. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, this guy is out there just chopping Volkswagens out and fucking selling them to everybody in the neighborhood, right? I mean, shit. I'm like, well, why did I even say that? I don't know. I was just kind of, I wanted to come up with something <laughs> random introduction for you that just sounded so badass and that was probably clearly not the right path to take maybe next time i'll include aliens or some shit i don't know yeah um <laughs> he's totally fucking lost like sorry yeah i kind of zoned out well i was also pulling up the <laughs> i was pulling up show notes <laughs> and i kind of got and then a couple text messages came through and my brain just completely fucking did a hard reset it just shit it was like brown. i just yeah i like i think i my mouth was open i was just blankly staring into space that <laughs> literally just happened wow what were yeah <laughs> you lost me at bon jovi volkswagen guy <laughs> totally kidding i'm just like yeah but what a fucking week man i mean so much shit's been going on it's been a long week for you especially holy shit oh, dude i mean this has been insane it's like I was laughing my ass off because so first off like and you know not to to so first i i had the the joy and the fucking just dude it was so much fun being a part of uh this is it your other show and hanging out with your buddies and shooting the shit about conspiracy theories and stuff and you know i, I had i had a blast i i did my best to try to be to not be too combative and not be too like, cause you know, you know me, man, I, I can be a little like in people's faces and I, I'm not really afraid to say shit. And I don't know those guys. So I didn't want to like upset anybody or definitely offend any of your friends or anything like that. So I kind of like played it, played it coy and cool for the first episode or, you know, for the first part of that. And I'm, I might have a little bit more fun on the second part, but in the same respect, you know, I, they were all awesome, dude. I really enjoyed, you know, spending time with your brother and Justin and, you know. And, yeah, and my just, brother yeah. weirdly really liked it. Yeah, I had, dude, I had a lot of fun. It was fucking cool. Like, Jake, Jake was the guy that came in late, right, Jake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had that, he had that sultry, smooth voice. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. When he came on, I was like, and your brother mentioned that? I have to admit, my a little bit of my ego fucking got chopped off. And like yeah, I sound like a nasally like, bastard. So I was oh, like, like, damn. What's wrong with this guy? I'm like, this is like the guy that they hire for diaper commercials. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know? I was like, I thought I had a good radio voice, you son of a bitch. You came in and fucking outdid me. But oh, yeah. It is what it is, man. So it's, it was a lot of fun, though, dude. And I'm really looking forward to doing the second half of that next week. So we can Yeah, I've been doing there. my homework. I've watched a, a two-hour video about the topic i'm going to be discussing and i'm reading <laughs> part of a i'm reading a, a section of a book called the fingerprint of the gods by graham hancock yeah I remember. so yeah, it should be pretty good justin told you to read right no i've already that i read that book when i was 14 actually oh, okay. i was just rereading well, it but i read it in there was French. so much that went on in that show but yeah there was Nick mentioned I mean, a couple yeah, videos and things to watch so what is yeah are, are we continuing down the alien path or are we taking a different turn uh, I'm actually going to go with a uh, long lost civilization that may have been way more advanced than everything else at the right. time. Cool. So that's my angle. Like but... I'll tell you yeah, what, man. man. One of the biggest blessings, like aside from that, like of the week, has really been. Um, so, you know, we didn't really talk about it too much. I don't even talk about it on the show yet. But I started another show called Stimulated. Yeah, it was. I still. I got. I got in. I apologize. I didn't get to listen to it. Uh, all no, of it, worry, but it. Good. It was great. But, 
dude, it's like, I mean, I've been, it's been insane. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm like, I, I'm having to, to schedule people. I've got people scheduled like six weeks out to be on the show. Oh, wow. That's and it's impressive. Nuts. Like, I, yeah, I'm getting like blown up by people that are just like, dude, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. I want to be. And I'm like, ah, like yesterday I recorded four episodes. Oh day. wow! Yeah, man, I was been, like, "Holy fuck. shit!" Like, I was yeah. busy from the morning until we left to go to my brother-in-law's house for uh, for freaking um, like an Easter get together last night at like right. I was supposed to I was supposed to be there at five, and I ended up running late with uh, the last guest. He he was a couple minutes late on the show, and then uh, he you know we ended up actually talking a little bit longer than I expected, and then he called me after the fact. To thank me for having him on the show, and then the Ottenton to toss some business business proposals my way as well, which was a great thing because man, we can all use a little bit more work here and there. And and next thing I know, it's six o'clock and my wife's gone, and she's like, you know, now pissed off at me because she's like, are you going to are you coming? Like, are you going to be here? But the good right. thing was that I know how it is at my brother in law's house, and when they say five o'clock, we usually eat at like six thirty. So I got there like six fifteen, walked in. And everybody was like getting ready to eat, and it was perfect. So we got there right on time, had a blast, hung out with the family, and after a cra- you know it's just a crazy week that it kind of like it came to a really cool head, and you know. Uh, <clears throat> I so just, wait, because uh, I, I in, uh, you had a crazy week, and I'm yeah. kind of losing track of time here. Lord, did is were you at the hospital this week or was it last yeah. week? Yeah, no, that was this week. I was, dude. I, it I was went this in, week too. Yeah, like I went in friggin' Tuesday. So I woke up Tuesday morning at four o'clock in the morning and I couldn't, and, and I, I was just, I was laying on my bed and my entire right side from my hip down, basically, you know, basically sciatica, but it was, I was in so much pain that there was nothing that I could do. I couldn't get comfortable sitting, standing, walking, laying, you know, fucking fetal position. I tried stretches. I tried everything that I could possibly do because I have had sciatica on my left side before, but it's never bothered me on the right side. And the only thing that I could think of is that I must have twisted weird packing boxes and stuff because, you know, we're still in the process of moving. Right, right. That's another crazy thing you're doing. Yeah, like I must have been packing a box or something and like just twisted or did something stupid because I wasn't picking anything up heavy. I was trying to stack stuff on purpose so that I could just kind of take things at waist height and move them and not have to bend over, you know. And then when I do bend over, I'm very cautious of bending my knees and kneeling down and picking it up the correct way and not bending at my waist. And, you know, because I have had back issues before and I don't know what happened to you, but I was in so much pain and I ended up taking like an ungodly amount of like Tylenol. And, uh, you know, I, I have these like 650 milligram Tylenol arthritis is these eight hour arthritis and I think I ended up taking like eight of them and it barely even touched the pain but as the day went and I made it through the day you know I actually recorded the podcast for work um had a call you know with uh with my with my client and kind of got through the day of, of, of what I needed to do but once it hit like four or five o'clock it's kind of like if you've ever had a cold and you start feeling worse as the day goes on as we hit that yeah. five o'clock mark it just steadily kept getting worse, kept getting worse, kept getting worse. And I'm just like, fuck, man. I finally just got to the point, dude, I could not walk. I couldn't. It took me like 45 minutes to get from my side of the sit, from my, sitting on my side of the bed to the bathroom. And then imagine this, like my, the, my foot, my leg was so weak and so, um, and had, you know, just so drained. It had no strength that even to take my shorts down to go to the bathroom, 
I couldn't pick my foot up off the floor to put it back in the pant leg of my shorts. I had to literally reach behind my knee and lift my leg up and put it in my shorts. Like it was just, and I, so I finally just said, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So around 11 o'clock, my wife finally took me to the emergency room. And of course, you know, because of COVID and all the other bullshit that's going on, she couldn't stay. So I ended up, you know, being stuck there. And it was about an hour and they finally called me back and uh, brought me into the actual ER. And I spent about six hours on a, on a cot or on a gurney in the hallway because they had no rooms. It's not a so what do they have? No. Do they have no? Because this this is news to me. Uh, sorry, we're gonna get to the beer stuff. Actually, I yeah, have we will. personally. And Luke always has a ton of beer content, but I actually stepped up to the plate today and brought a, beer, a lot <laughs> of beer wait, content. Dude. We're gonna get into that, I promise. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah just yeah. giving people the heads up. They don't yeah. like. We're just gonna talk about hospitals. Is it full because of COVID-related stuff? No, or is it just no. because hospitals are shit show. No, it just I don't know. Like she just literally said, like I was talking to the nurse and I'm like, are you guys like overloaded because of COVID? She's like, no, actually, she's like, we only have three COVID patients in the entire hospital right now. It's just a busy night for some reason, and it was like okay. she's just randomly busy. Just um, a lot of people doing dumb shit, getting hurt. I guess, yeah. I mean, just a lot of weird shit going on. There was like three or four people that were in there for like ODs and shit. Like, I mean, I was listening to like chicks like screaming all night long okay. because they were like in pain because they were going through withdrawal and you know and i'm like dude it's crazy so I, I i was like on a on a gurney in the hallway for about six hours and let me explain this like this is the most fucked up scenario of what happened to me is i couldn't get on the gurney thomas like i'm sitting on the side of the gurney but the gurney was so high that i couldn't uh, lift reason. my leg up legs I yeah i didn't have enough strength to get my right leg up on the gurney and people are just walking fucking by me and like staring at me like I'm an invalid, not offering to help me, nothing. I mean, nurses, staff in the hospital, whatever, and just kind of staring at me like I'm an idiot. And I finally got to the point where I fucking blew up on somebody. I'm like, yo, can I get a hand here? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, what can I help you with? And I'm like, can you just help me lay down on this thing? Like, I, I can't. I mean, I'm sitting here I'm on the edge. You can see, you walk by me. You see my my I hadn't the gurney was so high that my toes were touching the floor and my legs were shaking violently. You know what I mean? Because I was Jesus. like holding myself on the edge of this gurney. And I was like, I was pretty pissed off at this point because I'm in a ton of pain. I'm fucking, you know, miserable as all get out. And on top of it, I'm sitting here like, you know, just barely hanging on on the edge of this gurney. So he finally helps me like get up on the gurney. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, they come and take me off of it. And I'm like, motherfucker, you know, because she makes me, she made me go do a pee test <clears throat> or not a pee test, but maybe go do a urine sample the nurse i come back from my urine sample i'm stuck there again because there's nobody there to help me again <laughs> like you just got me off this thing to take a piss help me get the fuck back on it like god are you not kidding me so another half an hour goes by before i finally get a hand and then she comes out of the back and she ended up giving me a shot of steroids and a shot of tramadol to uh to take the edge off and to kind of like calm me down within about a half an hour of getting those two shots it was bearable so right. I still couldn't put any weight on my foot. Like, I mean, it took just to get to the bathroom. It took me like 25 minutes and it was like 10 Jesus. feet of the journey where I was. I had to, I was literally like dragging my foot across the floor. I mean, it just had no, I had to hold on to things. I mean, it just had no strength to make it happen. So, so long story short, I ended up being in the hospital from about that time, like midnight Tuesday night until I think I got out around three thirty, four o'clock PM on Thursday. So I basically spent just about two full days in the hospital did end up getting admit, admitted and ultimately the 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 i had two diagnoses so the first one was a severe um 
a mild they call it a mild to severe it's not it's not they say that it's not um surgery worthy yet but that it could be if i don't obviously take care of myself and keep working on it but i heard a disc herniation in l4 l5 my lower lumbar which is what was causing the pain you know from the from the actual disc material pressing against the nerves and then they also diagnosed me with a rare condition that's actually called hyper nerve uh over hypersensitive nerve I, I gotta look at the paperwork I'm, I should have been prepared for this but it, it actually it has a, a real funky name but it's basically my nerves are hypersensitive so right. they, did, they actually did a nerve test and my nerve my nerve endings came back 70, 77% more um, sensitive than a regular person's so any pain you feel I feel 77% more than you damn and I was like you've gotta be fucking kidding me so they ended up giving me a medicine called uh sitting here right in front of me actually it's called uh nope not that one <laughs> they give me a bunch of shit but it's called i think it's gabatropin um gabapentin and what gabapentin is is essentially a medicine that they give to chemo patients because when chemo patients go through chemo and radiation it causes their nervous system to go insane and they feel you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll have a lot, a lot more pain because the nerves just get, you know, freaked out and tweaked by the by the chemotherapy. So essentially, what gabapentin does is it, like, doesn't necessarily numb the nerves. Gabapentin, you so, said. Gabapentin, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I I've given that to dogs before too. Gotcha. And it, but it like it, it eases the nerve system, so it kind of like smooths the nerves out and makes it so that you're not as hot. Because dude, the craziest part about the pain that I was in is that not only did I have no no uh strength or anything in my leg and severe pain but if a if the if the if the blanket on the bed brushed my leg it would it would leave behind a painful sensation for like 45 minutes as if somebody had stabbed me with a knife from blankets like something just brushing my skin it was insane dude i was in so much pain it was ridiculous so i'm home now thank god um kind of got orders to go see a doctor for pain management and when i talk about pain management we're not talking about drugs we're talking about like potential corticosteroid injections physical therapy you know things like that because that's what they're recommending more for the herniation they don't want me to really consider surgery just yet and obviously one of the first things she said was you know you're fat lose some fucking weight fatty so i gotta work on that i am 20 pounds down hallelujah i was 355 congrats dude great beginning of the year i was 355 i'm 335 so i'm Definitely happy about that, but I still got a long freaking way to go. And uh, but the it does look like I'm probably gonna have to be on this gabapentin for potentially for the rest of my life. And uh, to kind of I don't I mean I don't know that to be fact until I follow up with you know the doctors and whatever. But it was definitely crazy, man. And, and I'll tell you what, I never skipped a fucking beat. You know, I, I was in the hospital, I was working, I was doing my shit, I was on socials, I was fucking. I made sure the podcast that I do with the girls, you know, went out on Wednesday on time like it was supposed to. I did my graphics. I mean, I was you're sitting in a hospital bed doing nothing. And even though I was in pain, what else am I going to do? You know, I got my cell phone. I got, you know, TV, whatever. Might as well work. And so I busted my ass, did what I had to do. And the only shitty part was is that um, we had a 48-hour window for the house to basically report any, like, any damage. You know what I mean? Like we, there was supposed to be kind of like an agreement where for 48 hours, you have 48 hours to report any issues that, and they'll, and they'll be fixed. 
um, within the first seven days or something like that. But any, but beyond that 48 hours, it's kind of like you're shit out of luck. So if anything else pops up, it's on you, or you have to pay like this, you know, maintenance company to come out, and it's a minimum $105 just to get them to come, like check shit out. And because I was in the hospital during that 48 hours stint, my wife absolutely did the best best that she could. But I ended up going into the house when I finally got out of the hospital, and found a bunch of shit, and found part of the countertop that wasn't like, uh, wasn't seated. It's that checklist, properly. yeah. Yeah, I found friggin', you know. I had the same issue with my place here. I ended up finding a bunch of stuff that was kind of janky. Right. Yeah. And from like from a look inspection looked fine. And right. then I was sweeping and I ended up knocking a like kind of a, a base plate off of uh, yeah. the cabinetry yeah. and it's like hanging on with like a rusty sideways screw that somebody jerry rigged and I'm like, exactly. Great. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like two months found. later. Yeah. yeah. They found like the friggin' the, the friggin' microwave, the handle on the microwave door was busted. The friggin' garage door opener, um, the arm on the opener was only connected to the actual garage door by one bolt, and the bracket was bent in half, and it was literally about to fall out of the door. But of course, nobody saw that. The dryer connection was actually a range connection, so some whoever had wired it up was an idiot. It had actually okay. used a a. Uh, had actually used a plug set up from a from a, an oven instead of a rent instead of a dryer and then they and then apparently they must have just like chopped and pasted the you know the correct adapter together to actually make it work so yeah because uh, the dryer is those big the three prawns are like square, a rectangle and super thick right yeah like it had it, it's, it looks like a regular yeah. like three prong plug but it's like three times the size and then it has an l shape yeah on the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they, they, they literally like they spliced the wires and like and hooked yeah. it up to a normal like household outlet. Oh yeah, like well, no, it was it was it was a it was still a uh, uh, it was the correct amperage, but they right, just like jerry rigged the actual connection. So like a, a range Jesus. on a range, it has the two to two like slotted. Um, mm -hmm. They're like angled slots, and then a dowel in the middle, and it's only three plugs. It doesn't have; it's only three connections, it's not four. The dryer is actually right. a four four way connection because it has two grounds, and then a power, and then a and then a power has two grounds, a power, and a um, and then what's the other one? Is like a basically. I'm like literally looking timer. at pictures as you're talking about. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got you know I had to take yeah. care of that shit. No big deal. I mean, I ended up taking care of it. It was what it was, but it was a. Uh, it was wild, man. I just, you know, like, it was just one of them weeks where the craziest shit went down. But I, but I really feel like I had one of the most productive weeks that I've had in a long time. I mean, we're, we're probably about a third moved into the house. You know, all the furniture and stuff is still here in the apartment because we're not, um, we don't have living there yet until the eighth. The eighth is the day the movers are actually coming to take all the furniture, and we are trying to get as much moved in you know prior to that boxes and everything else before that we're taking some like loads over by ourselves and we were going to do it all ourselves but after the thing with my back and everything we're just going to be careful so we decided to hire movers for the big stuff and it's uh you know it's been a lot of fun man i'm really excited i mean it, i just i can't i can't even be down about how the week went and like what happened and even have a little i couldn't even have momentary like distress over like what went on because there was just so much good stuff going on in the background that it was really hard not to be grateful for what for all the good stuff and just kind of being like all right so i had a fucked up week i hurt my back but you know that's the really the only bad thing that happened so how how can i be 
you know, frustrated about this. So my wife's off this entire week. We actually have our 15 year wedding anniversary on Wednesday, which is mm. amazing. Congrats. Thanks, man. And uh, we're super excited about that. We probably won't do shit because we're moving and all this right. other stuff is going on. I mean, moving, you know, there's one fun thing about moving. And you know what that fun thing is? Spending money. And now, when I say spending money, I, I say that as if I'm like some kind of like millionaire that can just go spend whatever I want, which is not the case. But it is fun to just kind of walk into Home Depot and be like, oh, I need this, I need that. And like we went in today. Yeah, and yeah. It's, there's an stuff. excitement involved with the yeah, like new thing. Yeah, exactly. Like we yeah. went in today and she yeah. wanted just like one of those like wire, like metal shelves to go above the washer and dryer to put like the detergents and all that stuff on. Yeah, and, exactly. and I go and I wandered off, man. And I'm like, I got the I got the right connection for the dryer so that I could wire that up when we got there. I got me a shop back, I got me a weed whacker, I got you know what I mean? Like I, I just went, I just went to town. I was like, dee, 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 let me get this, I'm gonna get that shit. Yeah, man I, shit. Yeah, dude. I showed up around the corner and she's like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm buying all that. I'm like, hell yeah, we're not. I mean, hell we're not. We're buying all this shit. <laughs> and she yeah. laughed and she's like, Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. You know, so we went there for like a fifteen dollars shelf and left with like three hundred dollars worth of tools and shit, which is awesome. You know, I, and I had yeah, fun. that's fun. You know, it, yeah, that's that a kind of stuff. It just you know makes just makes a day. But I'll tell you what, man, like not to go too far mental health, you know, in terms of the show, and definitely not to take too much away from you, man, because I want you to tell us about your weekend and definitely want to get into the beers. But I want to take a moment and just and and kind of tell you know kind of everybody like the reality of what like some a little bit of epiphanies and like some things that i've had this week and in the in the last couple weeks and you know i know this sounds weird but i had been in a funk for a long fucking time man like i had been in and 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 not a lot of you guys listening to the show would know that thomas probably wouldn't even know you know a lot of times because i always put on a smiley face and i just try to be as you know as uh as positive as I possibly can be, but I knew something wasn't right. And, you know, uh, I had been on uh, hormone therapy for testosterone for a while. And uh, back in August of 2019, my doctor took me off because I had some issues with my cholesterol and some things like that were going on. And she tried to do a round of HCG to kind of bring my natural testosterone back because, you know, I did abuse steroids as a power lifter as a younger man and, you know, messed up my body and stuff. And the, uh, and I never went back on. And uh, so, you know, we're talking 2019, it's now 2021. And I just kind of said, all right, I'm done. Like, I need to go get checked out. I need to go see what's going on because, I mean, you get to the point where you start having ED and you're fucking buying fucking Viagra and shit because you can't get hard anymore. It's a problem. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, this is not me. I've never had this problem. I've been, I've been a virile fucking raring to go man since i was you know fucking as long as i can remember from my very first heart on you know to now and so i went and got checked out made the appointment and sure enough you know my fucking test level came back at like 173 it was in the fucking toilet and i got on uh got in with a you know a great company that does uh you know is a wellness company that specializes in hormone replacement therapy and all this stuff and i'm gonna tell you what man two weeks in and i feel like a completely different person i feel like I have all the energy in the fucking world. I just, my outlook has changed. My sleep has improved. My attitude is better. Like I, I'm, and I'm just, and I, I'm finding myself where I was, where I, where something stupid would happen and I would fall into a pit of despair and get fucking dis, uh, distracted and um, my anxiety would kick in and I would get depressed and I'd be feeling like shit. That's gone. 
Like, I'm just like, dude, yeah. like, I have, I am like on fire. Like, I mean, I've been waking up every day at like 5 30, 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, with like five or six hours sleep, and I'm fucking ready. Like, I wake up for the day and I'm just like, boom, like, I'm here. I got all the energy in the world. I'm hustling. I'm doing my thing. And it's, I mean, I'm just, and the main reason I'm saying this is like, I, I encourage you guys, man, if you're over 30, and you you know that you're not feeling the way you used to. Don't hesitate to go get checked out by your doctor, man. Don't hesitate to go get your testosterone levels checked and make sure that you're you know where you need to be because, dude, this is yeah. And all because I actually it's funny you say that I listened to a podcast about this two weeks ago. This guy uh, that gave an almost identical testimony about right. his life and and how life changing it was for him. Um, and if your doctor tells you, and this is not me. But that's what the guy said. The doctor said, hey, listen, if your doctor tells you your levels are normal for your age, they're not normal. No. You know, if, yep. you know, so, yeah. Yeah, there is. The reality is, is that a normal, a normal man should really be in the five to seven hundred range for their for their total testosterone levels. And most people, when they cross over 30 years old, you start it starts dipping down into the threes the high threes the low threes and yeah he was saying you should be like closer to 900 like yeah, just like, all like your five, all five your life seven, like, you should yeah right five to seven is low normal but not most yeah. people are around nine to eleven hundred and but the problem is that when you look at the actual scale the certification scale from you know like actual doctors they'll try to tell you that that a normal number is from 273 to 1098 so it's like so you could go in and you're 274 and your numbers are really in the toilet and you don't feel like yourself because two years ago they were 700 but the doctor is going to try to tell you ah 274 is normal you're good that's why they have these hormone clinics that you know you can go and work with that are completely legal and do everything by the book and you know they're real doctors they're not fucking bullshit people but they specialize in this stuff and they know that it's not okay. You know what I mean? They, they know that right. a normal guy is going to be in that 900 range. And when you're in the twos and threes, that you're fucking, your shit's in the toilet. You might as well have fucking titties and be walking around playing with your vagina. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And that's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And I just encourage you guys, man, if you're feeling that, if you're struggling to lose weight, if you're having a hard time sleeping, if you're, you know, if you feel like your energy's down, just go get checked out, man. And, I, and I'm going to plug, Dude, my, my guys over at Triton, uh, Trident, and uh, they're in Fort Lauderdale. It's called, uh, I forget the, it's, it's, I think it's literally just Trident Wellness. And uh, I've actually met the owner, Jason, quite a few times uh, over the years and just never, you know, felt like I needed his uh, assistance or anything like that in the past. And um, <clears throat> I went and gave him a call and he got me hooked up and you know I took care of it and it's been amazing dude and and I'm at the point now where it's like you know I'm I'm, I got everything back that I was lacking I got my ambition I got my drive I got my determination I got my willingness to say fuck you to somebody when they piss me off like all that shit is back and it just makes you feel like a fucking human again you know what I mean instead of feeling like a fucking you know like a, a wet noodle where you don't know what the hell's gonna go on from from one day to the next and we can all play a good game and act like everything's normal but i really didn't realize how bad it was until i got back on and got things moving and, and really started to feel it and it takes you know it takes a little while it takes a couple weeks for you really to start to feel the effects from it but it's been dude absolutely amazing and to uh to get into like some killer beers this week so let's 
let me shut the fuck up and let you talk. Get in here. Tell me about your beers. Tell me about, you know, you, you went on a, a ride yesterday. You hit a couple kick-ass breweries. Dig into it, brother. Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, let me actually start with a couple pieces of uh, beer industry news. Do it. Uh, the seltzer game is insane. So yeah, now I think yeah. um, Stone, New Belgium, and uh shit i thought i wrote that last one i guess i didn't stone new belgium and and the third oh um bunch of breweries stone new belgium uh, are all doing oh uh lagunitas they're all doing yeah uh, other half uh they're all doing hard seltzers now so there's something telling you hey no and also um tactical brewery out of boca uh, out of orlando is also going to start doing um hard seltzers so that's that's not going anywhere um another cool thing uh because i know you like spicy beers and um actually when i a few years back um grapefruit sculpin from ballas point was kind of my go-to beer if i was somewhere that wasn't a craft beer place but they had craft beers so they're actually bringing back their jalapeno sculpting mm-hmm. so i figured you should try to score yourself some because i oh, like spicy yeah. beers because you're a savage but uh I haven't had it recently. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. I haven't had a I haven't had a, a sculpin and shit. I want to say a couple of years, but yeah. So they're bringing it back and they, they did a whole cool redesign of their cans. Even though I did think their old design was pretty neat, but um, the the ride. Yeah, I did a 200 plus mile motorcycle ride yesterday from uh, from Boyne Beach up to uh Stewart to Port St. Lucie to Vero Beach and back. Um, I did have a few beers, which we had a whole funny conversation about that. I'm actually going back through the notes. Um, I had a flight uh, and I had uh, from <clears throat> self, uh, was it self, no, selfish, yeah. selfish brewing company selfish, out yeah. of, um, yeah, out of uh, Port St. Lucie. Uh, I had their subtropical um, shake, which is a, a milkshake IPA with lactose. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Uh, it's supposed to have banana, <laughs> fruit, mango, lactose. Mm-hmm. It didn't taste anything. I didn't really taste any of the fruits in it. Um, I didn't taste any of the the kind of the, that lactose. It was, it was yeah, actually kind of kind of just tasted yeah. like yeah. yeah, and it was kind of clear. Like it wasn't really. I mean, it was a a little bit opaque, but not like a that almost like a normal like you know what some people call hazy. Yeah. When when because AZ is also such a, a broad spectrum. You go anywhere from like, you know, the Lagunita um, hazy wonder that I had earlier this week right. that I'll talk about. Um, that's yeah, it's not it's not clear. But and then you have the you know you have well, your that, civil society which looks like a, a glass of orange juice. Right. Well, that's um, the, that's the SRM scale that you have to you have to well versify yourself within the SRM scale, Thomas, because that's that color and opaqueness scale that, you know, signifies the hazy idea. <laughs> okay. That's a whole nother. I'm looking at like now. ABC, oh, IBU, yeah. SRM. Yeah, we all Well, you know, we could actually, if you want, uh, in the next episode or, or one coming up, uh, we could Break do a whole oh, yeah. technical, yeah, technical yeah. podcast. But so, so that was pretty good. Um, I did one. The, 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 I had their um, Triggerfish Porter, which was good, boozy, uh, 7%. It tasted pretty boozy and um, had some almost like burnt 
like the not good part the you know the bitterness of burnt mm-hmm. in it so again okay but not not the best um also had their scotch ale that was really good that was almost yeah. like a stronger so i think that one was eight percent as opposed to seven percent but almost none of the booziness mm-hmm. and the no beater no bitterness just kind of clean beer you know malty yeah. really good shit the next one which was funny because i actually had to go back to the bar and ask for two samples i had their s'mores creek which is a s'mores creek i'm pulling up their menu now because i don't remember exactly s'mores creek is a milk style treated with hand roasted marshmallow chocolate and graham crackers they also have an oreo uh, and that's a nitro Oh, I swear, yeah, my first sip. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually, I, I also missed it when I looked at the menu. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, they have Avenue Oreo Nitro Milk Stout. Um, my very first sip of the s'mores one uh-huh. tasted exactly like the black wafer from an Oreo. That's fucking. You know, cool. as if you split it apart and you leave the cream side one and you set yeah. that one, exactly that flavor. So I guess maybe the chocolate and graham crackers is what I ended up tasting. But in that initial sip, it really just tasted like an Oreo. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, and good. But um, I guess the two kind of standout beers that I had this week, one was your recommendation, was the... Uh, Imperial oh, the, the Blue, uh, Blue, Point. Blue Point. Yeah, the Imperial Sunshine. Blue Point How Imperial, yeah. How was that beer? It's it's good. It's strong. Um, yeah. It's um. What's it's? I think I'm pretty sure it's a it's a lager. Um, no, but it does have some. It's a blonde yeah, ale. Yeah, it's a blonde, blonde ale. ale. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. And it's Bill, it, it, nine, it's 9.6%. 6%. Yeah. 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 And again, the booziness, the it's got some strength to it. You can taste it, but without yeah. being super overwhelming. Yep. Um, it does have some characteristic of like a Belgian wheat. You know, so with the citrus and all that fun stuff, mm-hmm. um, that was good. And then also uh, the Publix I went to had some hazy wonders. Uh, you know how sometimes it has those products that they need to dump out, yeah. and they just kind of yeah. live in by the cash register. Mm-hmm. It was only eight bucks for a six pack, so I picked one up. Um, That's about. But um, those are yeah, those but, are light. Those are light though. That was like a four point five ABV or something, right? Six. Six. Okay, it's a little higher. Yeah. Than that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. What, was, uh, what did you pay for the Imperial Sunshine? Was it eleven ninety nine like mine? I think I think this Publix it was twelve ninety nine or eleven okay, ninety nine. Either either or. or yeah. But still, because I saw it at another Publix and I felt like I saw eleven ninety nine. Then yeah. I saw it here and I think it was twelve ninety nine. Yeah. And I didn't know Publix had different prices on similar stuff. I thought they were all at the same price. Yeah, they do depending on where you're at. Like if you're in a fancier area, like if you go to Boca, you'll pay a dollar more for. You know certain things and shit like that but at the end of the day dude for six nine point six percent 12 ounce cans i mean obviously they're yeah like 16 but yeah it's way cheaper than a 90 minute because oh, yeah, those are it's cheaper. like 12 bucks for a four pack yeah yeah 90 minutes like 13.99 or 11.99 depending on where you go for nine for yeah, i think it's a four nine percent 12 ounces yeah it's like dude, yeah but then uh, you think but, about uh, like we go to like you know a regular um craft brewery and we get you know four six ounce sour or four 16 ounce sours at six percent for 22 bucks you know what i mean so 11.99 for six cans of 9.6 percent blonde ale that was actually a in my opinion a pretty fucking badass beer i was like yeah 
this is insane. I mean, I'll, dude, I buy that shit all day. I'd have a whole entire fridge full. Of them. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I mean? that'd be oh, my yeah. go-to everyday beer. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was good. So um, and then yesterday, I actually also went to Three Sons, which is one of your favorites. I saw that, yeah. I love Three. Yeah, love and I had a, I had their sour. I had cool. the. Um, I had the chicken, uh, the Smooth Ops Waffle House, which is a uh, sour fruit, fruited Berliner, seven yeah. percent. Um, like it. Bla- blackberry maple syrup. Uh, it was good. You can definitely taste the maple syrup. Um, it's got that kind of that that underlying sweetness of yeah. that kind of you know sugary mapley uh, taste. They do that a lot with taste. their sours. They like maple syrup and sours, which I think it works because it almost gives it like a pancake french toasty kind of feel you know yeah and and i want to compare it because i i haven't had a ton of uh alcohol with maple syrup flavor in it uh, right. the last one i can remember is uh remember i did that uh that canadian one. age yeah canadian cider which yeah, yeah. that just tasted like like butter <laughs> you know like kind of maple butter um yeah. none of that year just kind of yet yeah, there's more there's more of that that maple syrup sweetness in it and um also they were out of uh, paper menus so i just don't give you your strongest ipa to finish it um which i don't remember he didn't even tell me the name he just went poured it and handed it to me so not sure which one i actually had but it was also very good but at that point it's probably like my eighth or tenth drink of the day now that i drink all of them you know from let's say noon to 10 p.m obviously um but at that point, I was like, okay, drinks, drink is a drink. Uh, right. But it was good. You know, the RPA was good, solid, three sons. Um, and uh, I think that's all the that's all Did the beers for. No, no, my cousin got a pizza and my buddy got wings. But I uh, actually ate right before going because my cousin took forever. He was playing uh, Call of Duty, so my aunt, <laughs> his mom, uh, and my grandmother made me dinner. Mom. Well, oh my goodness, does he live in a basement? What? Is he living in a basement? No, he's a college student. Okay. He's in school. My hey, cousin is only 21. Oh, okay. I'm only... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the young yeah, guy yeah. that you took out for his birthday recently? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly, yeah. So I, I stayed at their house for the weekend because we did Easter today. Okay. And cool. I had to get COVID tested. So I had to... <gasps> did you really? Yeah, I had to get COVID tested. Why? Because yeah. they wanted you to? Yeah. Are you serious? I've been getting away. They've been wanting me to get tested for months. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Where did you get tested at? And now this time, because I was staying with them and they just moved, so their backyard is not um, available to do any out- outdoorsy lunch. We had to be inside the whole time. Right. My mom has high blood pressure issues. Uh, my grandmother's older. and I got you. Even though my grandma and my aunt both had uh, their shots, my mom hasn't had the shot yet. My dad had his first shot. So I was like, all right, if you guys need me to get tested, I'll get tested. Which it wasn't, that, it, was, it wasn't that. I just went to uh, like one of those WebMD, uh, WebMD, MD now. Yeah. There's like one down the street from my job. Took I was in and out in 20 minutes. That's cool. Well, yeah. they do PCR tests or they let you know like a day later what it was? Yeah, a day later. Yeah. Up the nose. She did both nostrils and Me that was too. pretty, yeah. yeah. I, I ended up having to get tested while I was in the hospital. And thank God. I mean, everything came back negative. But you right. know what's crazy about being in the hospital is I'll tell you what, like I told my wife, like, once I was in my room, I never wore a mask again. I had to put that shit back on. Like I, and they never said a word to me. They came in the room. They had their masks. They did their thing. But never once did one of the nurses or any of the staff or anybody say, hey, can you put your mask on? And I literally stayed there 
the whole time maskless and was just feeling good. Like I was just like, was it a, a Broward General thing or was it? No, a, it was a memorial. Memorial. Yeah, yeah memorial. I was like, hell yeah, dude! I don't, I don't want to deal with that shit. I really didn't want to get tested because there's a conspiracy theorist part of me that believes that they might be, in, you know, they might be giving us COVID with those fucking uh, swabs that they're jamming in our nostrils and touching our brains with, but. Uh, I said, you know what, if I, if I have no choice, cause she basically said to me, she said this, she's like, if you can get up out of bed right now, walk to that bathroom normally with no pain then I'll send you home. But if not, I have to admit you. And if I have to admit you, you have to get a COVID test. And I was like, bring on the swabs. I was like, cause I'm yeah. not walking to that bathroom yeah. no, with no pain. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So, and I had no choice cause I didn't even tell you the second part of that. But when they finally did transfer me upstairs, I actually ended up being in the hallway of the floor that I was on surrounded by these PVC, uh, these makeshift like PVC walls. Yeah. 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 The clear things. Yeah. For like another six hours waiting for a room to finally open up so I could actually get transferred into my own room. And that was, that was the shittiest part of the whole entire thing dude. because I couldn't get a hold of nobody. I had no call button. I had no nothing. So for like three hours I laid there and almost pissed myself because I couldn't go to the bathroom and I couldn't get a hold of anybody to take me, you know, to the toilet. I was starving. I hadn't eaten anything since like six o'clock the night before. And it's like now 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And I smell the breakfast is going by, man. And they're just delivering food left and right. And I'm laying there going, hey, what the fuck about me? I'm fat as shit. I need some pancakes. Pick me up. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, God damn, you got to be kidding me. So what are you drinking right now? You got a beer? Uh, actually, I don't. I'm, uh, I'm having water. I, I, my entire body hurts. I, I, so my cousin's 21. He usually goes to bed between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning and sleeps until noon. Yeah. Uh, no matter what time I go to bed, I still wake up at 8. Yeah. So, um, like, my legs are killing me. So I'm actually uh, just sipping on some water. You are essentially detoxing at the moment, which is fine. Yeah, a little bit. I woke up and, like, my pillow was kind of drenched from me just oozing all that booze out of my system while I was sleeping. That's that's great. Well, I just finished a tall boy, a 19.2 ounce of Voodoo Rangers Juicy Haze IPA, six. 7.5% 7.5% yeah. ABV from New Belgium. Not a bad beer. I mean, for a dude, for a go-to, like quick grab. I went in the Publix. They were like tall boys were two for three bucks. I got two of them. Why not? Hit it up. I just finished it. Actually a damn good beer. I'm getting ready to. Uh, yeah, get and that ready. reminds me actually, um, sorry to cut you off talking about that, oh, that, uh, that Ranger. Um, there was that gear patrol, gear patrol episode. Um, yeah. And it was one of that, the go-tos, right? Uh, yeah, it was one of the go-tos. Um, I can't. Oh, let's talk about that real quick because they mentioned yeah. some some pretty good shit. Um, oh yeah, they did. Yeah, Gear Patrol. So we had posted on our on our social medias on our stories. But Sierra Sierra Nevada, hazy little thing IPA. Yep. Solid. Uh, Bell's too hearted. That's a that one is a that one is. I I have a love hate relationship with that beer because I feel like they, especially because <laughs> they serve them in the Tall Boys. Yeah. I think I may have had it. I may. I think I may have had it at Riverside Market. It comes in a darker can, right? It's almost like dark brown black. Um, I don't know. I've only ever had it in a bottle, but it's it looks exactly the same as Two Hearted, but it says double Two Hearted, and it's like eleven point two percent instead of. I think Two Hearted is like eight or eight point five, and then the double Two Hearted is like basically. It would be what we would consider to be like a triple IPA. Yeah. So it's like 11. Yeah, it's more like, it's more black and yeah, it's more black yeah. and orange. I've had it 
I could have swore I've had it in a can, but maybe I had it in a bottle because I see everything I, online sure shows around. in a bottle. I've only ever had it in the bottle. Yeah, I, I actually. Yeah, I think they only make the, the bottle. I might be. Oh no, they do make the. Making the can. I can't tell. I have to. I have to double check. Double. No, I think you only make the double in a in a bottle. Yeah. No worries. But I yeah, just open crazy a story. Day, which is a crazy sour story. with orange and lime from Trippin' Animals. It's the green beer from friggin' uh, Oh, yeah, you're, you and your tripping animals, yeah. Phenomenal, dude. So good. Yeah. I just cracked um, it. What's crazy... <laughs> what's crazy about those Rangers is um, the, the tall boys now also yeah. come at 7-Eleven. Yep. Which is, you know, when you think about it, like, kind of... It's, like, really reaching, like like critical mass and the mass is when yeah. you can just go to 7-Eleven instead of getting a, a Mickey 32. We yeah. only have 32s in Florida. You can uh, get yourself a, a Ranger IPA. That's pretty wild. Um, but uh, I think the, the couple standalones I, I really enjoy on that list is um, All Day IPA Founders Session yeah. Ale. Yep. That's a that's a solid. It's 4.7%. 4, 4. You can take it camping with you if you what I usually do is I'll do like a handful of uh, hops executioner from um, yeah. oh my god hops executioner oh, from uh, I can't think of it. Um, it's terrapin. the turtle terrapin. terrapin terrapin yeah the terrapin hops executioners I usually do their like their mixed pack yep. all day IPAs and then Coors Light because obviously you're in the sun all day so you gotta you gotta drink some light you gotta get some water somewhere. Um, Stone IPA, solid. Um, Lagunita IPA is also good. Uh, M- Mind Haze IPA, have you ever had that from Firestone Walker? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Never had that. Um, Brook- Brooklyn, Brooklyn um, Brewing Brewery. I've never been super impressed with any of their beers, but I've never had their their IPA. I've only had their lager and um, in the darker one, I think it's a porter. Yep. Um, obviously, highlight that's an easy go to. Same thing, I had, you know, today. I had a highlight today at uh, at Brewers Room in uh, in Miramar. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that looked, yeah, that looked right. Yeah, Bo Campers, yeah. Um, Hanty Eero by uh, Revolution Brewing, never yep. heard of it. Phenomenal beer, yep. Okay, and then I, I kind of have a special love affair with uh sierra nevada torpedo extra ipa oh yeah um Absolutely. when i worked in downtown fort lauderdale which is the only office job i ever held with a normal like everybody gets out and then everybody does happy hour at the end yep and i only did that for a year but um i used to go to yolo because their happy hour was like i think it's two or three bucks for a, a yeah and torpedoes were also just two or three bucks right so that was always my go-to seven percent really fucking hoppy kind of that dark amber color really good stuff and then um elysian elysian that came i think it's yeah space dust it came it came out like two i feel like it's only been around for three or four years yeah it's not too bad i actually had one last night at my brother-in-law's house he had bought that same elysian like uh, sample pack that you had that had like the bunch of different ones in it and i went in his uh I went in his uh his garage cooler and grabbed one of the space dust. <laughs> yeah, that's a great that's the same thing, you know. If, yeah, if you're having a, a night with some friends, you just want to drink a couple and, and feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a, a solid one. Then uh, the kind of classic Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah. From a uh, Oscar Blues Brewery. That's that's oh, yeah. a great one too. But that's yeah, cool cool. article. 
all the beers they have on there are solid if you're if you're into ipas or or want to learn a little bit more and kind of don't want to just go to all the different breweries to try different ones yep pretty pretty solid i'll tell you what man like to kind of like roll over like my weekend beer um going back to like the end of march <clears throat> so i'm looking at this shit and i'm like damn dude it's, it's crazy but i hit up what the day that i went down to tripping animals and i got the fresco verde i also picked up their triple which is called mahi did it and uh this thing is it's a triple it's a triple ipa 10 percent it's Simcoe Cryo, Citra, and Citra Cryo hops. Let me tell you what, dude. Like, this was, I rated this thing a 4.6 out of 5 on untapped. Tons of citrus notes, creamy mouthfeel. The ABV is virtually hidden. I mean, there's no way, on, if I would have given you, if you didn't know anything about beer and I gave you this triple IPA, you would drink, you would have drank it and been like, damn, this is fantastic. Like, it, it's like a hoppier, slightly more citrusy version of like a Blue Moon, but right 10% ABV and I was just interesting like, bro damn so where that delicious triple we had was it Matthews yeah yep oh that's yeah that's a, a uh, super freak yep. super freak yeah mm-hmm. yeah is it kind of like is it kind of on that level Fair. in terms of drink drinking a little bit like similar a, a very similar to super freak super freak is a little bit more creamy and a little okay. more has a little bit more uh um a little more layers to it like a little more flavor profiles whereas because super freak is cool because it has you catch like some you've got citrus but then you catch some like apricot and like peachy undertones with it as well whereas mahi did it is more full-on citrus you get more like it's really just orange grapefruity like you know you know you don't really get like those undertones of other fruits but it's just like right easy drinking all around phenomenal beer and I was like thoroughly impressed. I actually I was gonna crack one one for the show because I have one left in in the fridge, but I really need to send it to my buddy Steve, dude. Like Steve was here last week. We actually talked about him on the show last week, and I was hoping to see him. And uh, what ended up happening, I ended up not seeing him because of being in the hospital. So he uh, we tried to get together. We were trying to get together on Monday, but he was here with his wife and his kids and and their family. So it's not like. He was just a single guy on a trip and was able to come hang out with me whenever he wanted to. He had to kind right. of coordinate everybody together. And he has a buddy that lives here that was like a high school, you know, they went to high school together. So it's obviously someone who has a deeper personal meaning to him than I do. And that guy wanted to hang out with him on Wednesday. Well, I ended up being fucking, you know, laid up in the hospital on Wednesday. So we ended up not being able to meet up. But I was going right. to give him that beer and a couple other ones that I had in the fridge and give him two glasses, you know, of the calling all cute crap beer glasses so now i actually have to package them up and get them shipped back out to him because he's already back in new he's york. up in new york right yeah he's back as of saturday yeah. so it's uh <clears throat> but it is going to be extremely hard to package up that last beer and send it to him because i want to drink it it's that good i mean I, I'm, I'm like i'm almost like tempted to just be like sorry dude i love you but i'm drinking it you can kiss my ass and i'll send you a different beer <laughs> because yeah dude it's just so good and so i'm gonna i got some other cool stuff so um drew sent me this killer package from monkish from their anniversary now monkish just turned i want to say they might have been i think nine years old yeah i think it's nine years and they uh so they released a ton of like anniversary beers over like the week of their nine-year anniversary and this one was called an M9.4. It's a double dry hop, double IPA. It's 9%. It has nine hops. 
and it doesn't they don't Damn. list them one of the things monk monk is just bad about that where a lot of times they're almost like a supplement company that has like a proprietary blend and they don't want to tell anybody what it is i was gonna say yeah it's probably they think yeah. it's like some sort of secret so they don't want anybody ripping that it stuff from you but nine nine hops nine pounds of hops per barrel which is insane and it's a nine and like i said it's nine percent my review on it was dank delicious layered crushable sweet hoppy and insanely good happy anniversary and if i were to elaborate on that a little bit dank to me if you guys a lot of people have, i've got a lot of questions in the past where people were like what the fuck is dank like what does dank mean well when you talk about an ipa or a beer being dank the dankness is a pungency that kind of it almost gives off like a gives off like a turpiny style effect that makes you almost seem as if the beer has been brewed with some type of like marijuana or you know something kind of it gives you just this pungency that almost comes across as like like weed smoke it's it's really weird and, right. and it's not you know there's no marijuana in it there's no turpins in it it's nothing like that it's just a combination of hops that they use that causes that and the really cool thing about this beer is that it initially started off with that very pungent dank aroma and that's the initial hit that you got in flavor profile but then as you drank it there were so many layers you started getting like deep candied fruits pineapple peach a uh, little bit of lemon there, there was all kinds of really cool layers that kind of came through it as as the temperature changed and as i drank through the beer and it kind of it it, it was it it hit a, a point where it was like where it got where as it got warmer it got sweeter and then right it kind of hit a threshold where it went from warm to kind of room temperature or from room temperature to warm to warm yeah. that it kind of it, it kind of amplified the hoppiness a little bit of, again and you started to catch that booziness on the back end and it was just i mean it was just a really good beer and then I, I i look at this and i i actually rated the uh the one that we just recently talked about, you know, a little bit higher at 4.6, and this was a 4.2. And it was and it was not because it was not due to lack of the the actual recipe on the beer. It was just my personal taste. You know what I mean? Like I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed the layers. I enjoyed the fruit. I enjoyed all the cool stuff about it. But the flavor itself was a little bit wasn't quite as good to me for my personal taste as like the mahi did it from tripping animals was i liked the sometimes you can get lost in layers you know and and when they try to build too many hops into a beer it kind of gets a little confusing because every every sip tastes different and you're kind of like trying to figure out what shit is and you're like wait a minute what the fuck is that what is where why do i taste this what do i taste with that so it kind of gets a little you know frustrating at times to try to figure out what the hell it is whereas when i drank the mahi did it it was it was it was what it was you know what i mean you had that solid flavor profile from top to bottom and you did get a little you know the sweetness varied a little bit the bitterness varied a little bit with temperature and things like that but it wasn't it wasn't a like all over the place okay what flavor are we going to get on this sip now kind of thing which kind of led me to, to to rate it a little bit higher but um i got a pleasant surprise the other day i told you when we talked the other day that i was going to hit up uh total wine and grab and see if they had any cool beers in the area and the craziest thing happened is i actually was out that way i went to total wine and pember pines and they were closed and it almost i don't know if they got robbed or if something happened but there were cops out front the doors were locked and it was like one in the afternoon and nobody was getting in so i was like all right i'm done so i left there went to abc hit up abc walked in and saw a four pack of it was all a dream sickle from Duclaw brewing sitting on the counter 
<clears throat> or on their little beer kiosk. And I immediately got excited, but knowing my history with ABC. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I'm surprised you give him the 10th exactly. try. Dude, knowing my history with ABC, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, if this guy, what all I said to myself was this, if the can's not marked, I'm not buying this shit and I'm turning around and leaving. I picked the cans up and they were packaged on 3.9. And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. You know, it was $13.99 for, no, yeah, $13.99 for the four pack. It's a double uh, New England style milkshake IPA. It's an 8.5%. And it was not as good as I hoped it was going to be. Because, and, and see, that's that's a big ask for me because I have had some of the best creamsicle IPAs out there. Like, um, you're talking about, like, uh, shit, why can't I think of it right now? Um, Hot Butcher has the freaking, damn, what the hell are they called? It's or, uh, or, double blazed orange, blazed orange, and dude, these are like some of the, like, quintessential pinnacle orange cream sickle style beers that are out there and nobody can fuck with them like double blazed orange is a 9.5 percent you know double milkshake style ipa from hot butcher out in chicago and it is a fire fire fucking beer that nobody can touch so having had that i had very high expectations for this brew from duclaw i ended up rating it a 3.7 out of 5 which is still a damn good rating um but it didn't. It, it didn't deliver on the cream kind of the high pube. Yeah, right, dude. It didn't. It didn't deliver on the creamsicle portion. And, and what it really did for me was it kind of gave me the semblance of like a homemade. Uh, I poured some orange juice in with some milk and put it in a uh, a freezer pop and freeze it kind of thing. It was. They tried, but it wasn't. It just didn't hit all the marks. You know, you didn't. You didn't get that that full-on thick creaminess that you get from a double from a double blazed orange or a blazed orange from hot butcher that really gives you that milkshake style feel it was it was a little bit on the thinner side um in terms of thick in body but but thin in the actual fluid itself and uh and it did and it kind of had all citrus and then you got a little tiny hint of that vanilla on the back end that kind of rounded out you know the, the cream sickle portion of what it was supposed to be but it was still a damn good beer and i actually have three more still in the fridge and i will drink them and i will enjoy them because they i mean for you know not only for what i paid but for the fact that they were good and they were not stale and they were right. worth it um well at least it's you're you have half the battle there absolutely dude. And, and you know and it was and it was a good beer i mean you, you rate a beer a 3.7 out of 5 it's not a bad rating but the problem is is that you know, we have so many good fucking beers that are in the fours yeah. and close to fives that, you know, it's when you start getting down into those like mid to high threes on a rating, it almost feels like you're at the bottom of the barrel when it's really not true because you and I both know we've had some shit fucking beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, For sure. But that was kind of my week in brews. I mean, today I had uh, just to kind of round out everything for everybody. I had the uh, I went to Bo Campers with my family for lunch. Had a highlight, had a funny ass, uh, just completely oblivious waitress that tried to tell me the 12 ounce can was 16 ounces, and I just kind of laughed at her and smiled. And then, uh, <laughs> and then math, I, I guess math is not easy for accounting no, is not easy for everyone. No, apparently not. So then I had a 22 ounce pour of the Bose Brew, which is actually um, um, oh yeah, Campers, that's 
as their own beer that's brewed for them by Saltwater Brewing. And it's just mm-hmm. a lot. It's a traditional like ale. It's a five percenter, and it's a good beer. I mean, it's a good, good go-to shot if you're out, especially at a place. You know, it's, it's like hitting up like a, a, a like a Miller's Ale House and getting a you know a, a Sam Adams twenty two for you know six bucks or whatever, and just enjoying it. Yeah. it was a decent beer. Now, now and I'm home. Talking and- about. In talking about signature beers, actually, I do want to bring something up. Um, there was a place, oh man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look it up. There's a place that has got a really good, um, the Fish Depot in Boynton Beach. Have you ever been? No, never even heard of it. It's really good. It's actually right up the street from my house. It's a normal bar, you know, burgers, yeah. all that. They have a lot of live music. It's, it's all outdoors, um, but. Um, they have, and I'm actually I'm on their website now. I think they have their uh, their house beer is made by. They don't have it on their menu. Um, I think it's made by 26 degrees out of yeah. uh, Point uh, Pompano Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, 26 degrees. I'm looking it up. See, uh, but uh, that's actually super solid. And um, they used to only, I think when they first came out, they were like two bucks a pint or three bucks a pint. Which was a, and it was right across the street from where I used to live. Now it's kind of a little bit further down the street, but that was a really good kind of um, house brew that, you know, that was pretty cheap and, and they had made by, by a local brewery. So that's pretty cool. Well, let's, 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 uh, before, you know, let's talk about next week, man. So next week, well, wait, it's not next week. It's this week, like starting tomorrow. So the end of this right. week, there is pure, unadulterated fuckery gonna go down, and you're gonna have to be part of some of it. Whether you, whether I have to fucking scoop you up off the fucking pavement and carry you with me, or what's gonna happen, you're gonna have to be part of this because Drew will be here, and I'm right. not letting Drew down. We are gonna fuck Drew up. We are gonna take Drew to the best breweries we know. We are gonna have a fucking blast. Whether we're able to go to a Wakefield fucking thing or not or anywhere else this show we are gonna give this guy the fucking time of his life and make sure that he enjoys himself and it's gonna be a little fucked up for me because we are actually moving like i said on the 8th which is thursday and he actually gets here the 8th so i'm hoping that he kind of shows up later in the day so that by the time he gets here i'm already done with the whole move process and i can kind of just like you know like exit stage left without being you know too hated by my family and, and just take off with him uh, for Thursday night, and obviously Thursday will probably be a little chill, you know, where we might just go hit a brewery or two, maybe get some food and, uh, and call it a night and go back home. But Friday and Saturday, I do believe he's here all, all day Friday, and then Saturday is going to be a, uh, it might only be a half a day because he, I think he had originally planned on so, the ticket if he was going to Wakefest, but because Wakefest got changed, I think he's leaving out of here like midday on Saturday. So I think Friday is kind of like our only full day to commit Perfect. to fuckery i know you work but obviously you yep. you finish your job at a certain point and that right. will be uh you know i'll we, just we, i'll just uber yeah down to you guys right dude we may we may yeah. show up at your house dicks out i mean i don't even know oh yeah that's happened. fine oh that too that works. <laughs> no i'm totally um no what if we i was came, gonna what if say getting your job and we're just like pouring beers and no, i'm just kidding Oh God, um, I don't know how well that would go. But I am definitely taking Friday off completely. I'm gonna tell all my clients they can suck a hairy dick, and I'm going to hang out with my buddy from. This will be the first time that Drew and I have officially met in person, 
having been friends for almost three years now and really just, you know, like this is, I mean, I, I couldn't be closer with this guy than if he were here as my right. neighbor. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's just so my goal is to make sure that he just has the fucking best time he can possibly have, that we show him, you know, everything that there is to offer down here in South Florida and that he leaves you know, remembering, you know, at least one day that he's here with us for a good while. You know, I, I want him yeah. to wake up in cold sweats and go, oh my God, South Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. That works too. You made me nervous because uh, Sunday morning, I got to be up at like 5 a.m. to go scuba diving. I was like, man, there's <laughs> yeah. no way I could make it. So yeah, thank God it's Friday night. That yeah, gives me a question. Friday would be good. And then as, as far as I know, I mean, he, he may have changed some stuff around and he may stay longer on Saturday. But again, at the end of the day, dude, you do what you can. You be part of it as much as you possibly can. You're you're you are absolutely welcome. You're invited. You know, I want you to be there and I want to just have a blast. I definitely want you to get to know Drew and hang out with him as well, because, you know, just a phenomenal human being, someone who's made a definitive, massive impact in my life. And I'm just really looking forward to hanging out with him and just showing him a good time. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I'm not looking to get arrested. I'm not looking to get bailed out. I'm not looking to wake up with hookers. Nothing like that's going to happen. We're <laughs> grown ass adults with families and girlfriends right. and wives and kids and, and everything else. So we will, of course, you know, tame this down compared to what we might have done when we were 22 to 25. But in the same respect, we're going to have a good fucking time. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. And also, uh, as we're wrapping up here and kind of making plans, uh, do you want to, as we're logging off, do you want to talk about what we're doing with Pompano Brewing? Absolutely. So, kick ass. <clears throat> Thomas is the fucking man when it comes to this stuff. And he, he always seems to find shit that I either miss or don't see. And I appreciate the shit out of him for that because he actually sent this over to me that uh, Pompano Beach Brewing Company is doing an event on April 17th for, it's a tribute to first responders. But what's even cooler about this event is that it's not just a tribute to first responders. They're also having a, a bully dog rescue there as well. So two things that we both love, you know, obviously, and when I say, I mean, first responders, I mean, we don't go around blowing firefighters or anything like that. But at the end of the day, we absolutely appreciate, you know, the people that help us, the firefighters, the nurses, the EMTs, the police officers that take care of, you know, help keep us and our family safe. But we're both massive dog advocates. And so we got the opportunity to hook up with uh, Pompano Beach Brewing Company. We will be at the brewery on the 17th around five o'clock and we're going to be there probably until 9, 10 o'clock at night. We'll be there through the majority of the festivities. We're going to do a live show. We're going to be interviewing people on site. We're going to be hanging out with the team. We're going to be interviewing some of the staff and the people that are part of Pompano Beach Brewing Company. And the coolest part about this whole thing is we're going to be doing a giveaway. We're going to bring, we're going to have, it'll be some calling all crap beer swag. It'll be a gift card to Palm Beach Brewing Company. There'll be some swag from and merch from Palm Beach Brewing Company that's going to be sponsored by Calling All Craft Beer. And we're going to pick, we're going to do a raffle type setup where a first responder who's there as part of this event is going to win this cool raffle. And we're just going to take the time, man, to get out there, thank these people, shake their hands, buy them a beer, have a blast, get them on the show, enjoy ourselves, and really just bring the uh, positivity and energy to not only the brewery, but to, you know, these people that we respect so much that have been on the front lines for us forever. I mean, it's not even just COVID. It's, 
they've, I mean, these people have been, you know, part of our communities and making sure that our families are safe for who knows, I mean, 20 years, 30 years, you know. And, and one quick thing too, uh, Pompano Beach Brewing Company uh, used to be Banging Banjos. Mm -hmm. So if anybody knew yep. Banging Banjos and never heard of uh, Pompano Brewing Company, it's because they rebranded the Banging Banjos. Um, I always felt like they were more in Boca than Pompano, but I guess maybe they're right on the on the on the yeah, on the line. They're actual actors, uh, but, Pompano, but yeah, they're they're. You would think that it's almost like uh, almost like Boca, but what's really cool about that yeah. too is that they've also expanded their beer line. And if you're familiar with Bang and Banjo, Bang and Banjo was kind of uh, you know almost like a <clears throat> what we would consider to be like a nano brewery where they did really small batches. They did a lot of like really cool like. Uh, robust, wow, yeah, a lot of porters, hours, yeah, and, a lot of strong you know, porters, bottle exactly, releases, you know, things like yeah. that. And they've and now that they've kind of rebranded to Pompano Beach Brewing Company, it's become I don't want to call it a more well rounded brewery because that's not a fair statement, but they've expanded their line of beers even broader. Yeah, that's a that's a fair that's 100% fair statement, though, yes. for sure. So, we're super excited. I know, uh, you know, Thomas is excited about it, I'm excited about it. I spoke to, and before I stab myself in the face and forget the gentleman's name, I'm actually going to go back and look at the message because I don't want to call him by the wrong name, but Enrique, and I do believe, I'm not sure if Enrique is the owner or if he's the manager or what, but I spoke to Enrique. We had a long, probably a 20-minute conversation on the phone, and dude was super excited, was very, very appreciative of us wanting to be a part of it, and just because of that, whenever somebody shows us gratitude, it just brings the gratitude out of us and makes us that much more excited and that much more energetic about wanting to be a part of it. And he was super excited to have us. And uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. And again, that's on uh, April 17th, starts at 5 p.m. <clears throat> Come check us out, Pompano Beach Brewing Company. Me and Thomas will be there. We will literally be fucking shit up and having a great time. And we look forward to meeting you guys, man. You know, I mean, we... I will say this, Thomas and I have been out to a lot of breweries and very rarely do we actually run into somebody who wants to chat, wants to hang out. You know, I, I know for a fact that people see us out because I get DMs later on where people will be like, oh, I saw you guys at this place or I saw you guys at that place. Come fucking talk to us. Don't feel like- And if you don't want to be on the show, there. you don't have to be on the show, but if right. you want to be on, exactly. don't, don't be shy, jump up. in, you know, we, shoot we the don't shit. Like, yeah. We promise, we might, even, we might even buy you a beer and Thomas might blow you. I don't know. It just happens sometimes. You never know what the fuck is going on. Only if I get drunk enough. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. That's not going to happen. No, it's okay. But at the end of the day, we're dudes. We love beer. We're out to have a great time. And we want to meet you guys. And the more people that we get to hang out with and interact with and that we get to you know, really spend time with, in, especially in the South Florida area, it just makes this shit more fun. So don't be afraid to oh, talk yeah. to us, You know, man? And I, I laugh my ass off because... There's nothing weirder than you're like out. Like we were at Invasive Species a while ago now. Fuck, we've already been doing the show together for like, it's crazy. We've, we've been doing the show six, now for almost six months. Six, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, and I remember back to like the first time we were at Invasive Species and there were like three people that hit me up on DM after we were there. And they're like, oh yeah, we saw you guys. We saw you recording. And I literally responded. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you come say hi? <laughs> like, like right. we don't bite. Like we're not going to chew off your hand if you come over just to say what's up. But I think people, they don't want to inconvenience you. And when they see you recording and they see you with equipment and stuff, they, they automatically assume that they're going to be an inconvenience or that they're going to bother you or something like that. Do not think that, guys. If you see us out somewhere, please come talk to us. I am the fattest, happiest, 
most easygoing, easy to talk to guy in the world. Thomas bites sometimes, but that's, you know, Thomas. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about that. We just have to understand that sometimes he's in the zone and sometimes he's not. And just don't put your hand in his mouth. That's all I ask. That's it. That's it. Just <laughs> or just say please. Can I put my fingers in? And then I'll say yes. Nah, but dude, Thomas is a. We have very similar personalities. Dude is as welcoming, as awesome as can possibly be. He wants to talk to people, get to know you guys, chill out, have a good time, drink a beer together. That's how we are. Like we just want to get to know you guys and keep building and expanding upon the podcast and what is the craft brew scene down here in South Florida. And we can't do it if you don't come talk to us because. You know, I love you for hitting me up on DM after the fact, but come talk, come talk to us, come say what's up. We'll give you a sticker. We'll, you know, you never know. You might even get a free glass or something if I got a couple with us. So we're always down to take care of our craft group brothers and sisters down here in South Florida. So do not be afraid to come say what's up. So brother, <clears throat> you got any closing thoughts, anything else that you want to kind of no. talk out there before we round this bitch out? No, that was uh, that was great. That's that, nothing else to be said. Just uh, everyone has a, a good week. I know it's going to get released midweek, but um, yep. enjoy. Hope we hope we see you out there. Keep enjoying the beers. Send us any anything, any questions, comments, concerns. Rate, follow, subscribe, comment, leave reviews. Amen. We haven't gotten any new reviews in a while, so review the show and we will read them live. Tom, I, I like letting Thomas read them live because he does a really good job with that and he enjoys it. So leave us a review. Um, five stars. You know, if you're going to rate us under five stars, fuck you, don't review us. But if you're going to give us five stars, no, I'm totally kidding. If you think we don't deserve four, fine. But tell us why. Say, yeah, hey, I would have reviewed you five stars, but Luke talks too fucking much and Thomas is too quiet. So tell Luke to shut the fuck up and let Thomas talk more. At least I know what to do because I'm a big mouth. I talk. This is what I do. This was my show for two fucking years. Oh, yeah. That's why. Having Thomas on board. So sometimes I have to step back and say, shut the fuck up, Luke. Let Thomas talk. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's all good. But, uh, yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate you so much. And uh, I can't wait to hang out with you this weekend, dude, because I think we're going to have a fucking blast. And I really get the the credit card ready, dude, because we're going to roll up some fucking tags, I'm sure. Uh Oh, baby. I'm excited. (laughs) Sell some blood, sell some blood or semen, whichever one works. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Whenever you get more money, specimen. I know, right? I'm totally cool, man. But we will have a blast, man. I'm super excited about it. I'll keep you posted. And uh, my brother, until next week, I'm out of here. Deuces. Later.